Welcome again to Falling in Love with Jesus with Sue. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the light of this day. Now, as we settle in, we pray that you will come in amongst us and sup with us. And we pray you give us what to say and just how to say it. Those that are under the sound of my voice would have an ear to hear what you were saying to us. Now to him who is able to keep us, present us and allow us to enter in one day as you request us to uh, be with you, Heavenly Father, in the place that you have already prepared for reasons you have already gone away. So we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, as we uh, want to continue here in our um, lessons. Uh, we're going to continue on with um, how God has given us dominion over the earth. And one thing he has given us uh, a mind to do is to praise him. Um, so I'm going to uh, title this one, um, Take Me Back Home. Take Me Back Home. And what I'm talking about is God inhabit the praises of his people. And he is looking for us to uh, create an atmosphere that is pleasing in his sight that we can um, praise him. Um, and so that's where I want to go with this. And I won't be before you long and we'll continue in this. Until the Lord says the same about um, creating an atmosphere where we can um, praise him and allow him to draw nigh to us. Because through praise and worship, we draw to him. So that is God's protocol. God is a God of order. And um, he is decent and in order. So as we uh, move forward, I want to remind you uh, to go ahead and prepare your communion because we'll continue in that. And um, we'll do that uh, right after uh, I speak uh, to your hearts. Yes, God is a God of order. And um, this is um, most certainly uh, order comes out of ordination, only meaning that God uh, ordained uh, everything that he created um, to be uh, in a uh, specific uh, presence um, that is pleasing in his sight, a specific uh, spot uh, which he had given uh, Adam and Eve uh, in the beginning 
the Garden of Eden. And uh, he wants to uh, recreate that in our lives, uh, that we will always have a place to uh, inhabit uh, together. And uh, that is all also, like I said, through praise and worship. Uh, this is his protocol. Uh, he is a God of order. So as we uh, look back in history, you remember um, when Moses was uh, leading the children of Israel, God's uh, first instructions to Moses was, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And what he was saying was, let them go uh, into the wilderness to, to praise and worship me freely. Um, the, um, um, I can say the situation that they were in was so um, uh, toxic that they were not able to praise and worship God like they needed to. And you and I can, can truly witness that when we are in a place or an environment that's so uh, chaotic, in a sense, we have to steal away. We have to uh, find a place to um, draw near to God because there's just so much background noise that um, God requires uh, a place that he can uh, draw near to us. And this is what he was asking um, Moses to tell um, Pharaoh, let my people go. And this is the first thing he instructed him to do. Um, where they are, they cannot worship me. That environment um, was just uh, toxic and God is not in the business of uh, authorizing confusion. So he told uh, Pharaoh to let his people go. In other words, I need you to change your environment. And changing your environment is only moving away from that um, situation and find time to praise and worship. Simply uh, put, uh, I'm not telling anybody to move or leave their their uh, homes and spouses and children. I'm just saying, find time to uh, give God his respect. And we do that through praise and worship. I'm sure we can all find time if you're not already doing it. I know some of you are. But find time to respect him, uh, give him a place that he can inhabit uh, your praises and a place that is pleasing in his sight. Um, I just can't see us um, worshiping and praising the Lord in certain type of environments and think that that is pleasing to God. You know, um, God wants a specific spot, place, um, he just don't want us to serve him um, on a platter any old kind of way. 
you know, just having a waiter to come and bring you um, their uh, uh, service and they serve it to you uh, half uh, value. They don't really value what they're serving you. The napkins is uh, balled up. <laughs> the, the, the coffee's cold. Uh, and you could think of a thousand things of uh, bad service. Uh, so I'm just simply saying, you know, we, we have to uh, uh, change our environment that uh, will give uh, God a uh, better location to um, hear from us. Um, we want to uh, build a place. Uh, this is pretty much the, the second thing he told him. Uh, I want you, Moses, to build me a tabernacle and um, so I could uh, inhabit or live or dwell. Uh, I want to come and I want to hang out, in a sense, with uh, my people. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to just hang out with the Lord. But one thing about him, he is not going to uh, hang out in any kind of place. Uh, we use the word that God is uh, everywhere. Uh, yes, we uh, want to uh, build him a tabernacle so he could hang out with us. And the tabernacle is... Uh, more so uh, a place of, uh, how could I say, a, a place of worship. You can actually uh, make that anywhere you choose. But the tabernacle back in, in times of old, it was uh, mobile. Uh, they were able to you know, put it together and break it down and, and take it wherever. Well, this is uh, similar to what you and I uh, are doing when we are moving about. Uh, maybe there's a place you have in your home or, or some of us like to go out into the uh, uh, park or what have you and, and worship there. And, of course, in our... Uh, church buildings um, so we ask the question of if God is anywhere and everywhere why do we need to um, you know give him another place when he can be anywhere well I guess we can um, you know look at this like you can be uh, in your home I could be in my home, and this is where I live. But am I actually dwelling in the place that I live? Um, so God was just asking Moses to build a place for his presence um, to come in. And uh, yes, he's always, he dwells everywhere, but he's not going to um, inhabit anywhere. So God is, a, like I said, is a God of order and he's decent and he's in order. And he does inhabit the praises of his people. And, uh, but he's not going to hang out with us in any kind of environment. 
And uh, just like you're not going to live in your house and not dwell in your home. You just, well, maybe some of us live in our homes, but not actually dwell there. We may be uh, on the go all the time. Well, the Lord is wanting uh, an environment that's pleasing uh, in his sight. And uh, this is what he was wanting Moses to do, is to create a place, build a place where he could come in and inhabit uh, the people's praises. And the environment had to be a certain way. So all I'm saying is, take me back to the right environment. And um, this is what the Lord is looking for. He's, he's wanting to hang out. Uh, he wants to be present with us. He wants to dwell with us. He wants us to, in fact, live in this environment and, um, and be able to uh, transition into that place so he could come in and, and most certainly meet us there. Um, so, you know, he inhabit the praises of, uh, his people. Uh, he wants to dwell in righteousness. Uh, he does, he do not, the Bible says he do not want to dwell in, um, temples made by hands. He wants to, uh, be in our presence, you and him, you and, you and, and, and whoever you may have. In that setting, um, he just does, do not want any kind of environment. Um, I can only imagine uh, we were asking the Lord to come in the room and, and all kind of stuff is going on. And, you know, there is no respect. And, and we bring in any and everything before him and telling him to... Uh, sanctified and blessed and and I'm just saying that um, he does not inhabit the the uh, uh, praises of uh, things that are made with uh, or temples that are made with hands in other words you got to come in spirit and come in truth and bring in the truth which is his word and uh, respecting him for his word and honoring him for what he's already done in his word. Um, I uh, went to a uh, basketball game with uh, my daughter and uh, she she drove uh, at least almost an hour. I say almost an hour. And I'm like, here, you know, these, uh, my grandsons are young, really young, four and, and three. And uh, I'm like, well, geez, uh, how far is this place? I mean, we traveling like, you know, they they are uh, on a pro team. I mean, we've been driving uh, quite a bit. She said, well, uh, I chose this place because I wanted them to be in the right environment. And I just smiled because she kind of confirmed what I would talk about. I said, oh, oh, you've been trained well. And that, you know, it even though it was a long way to get to that her destination, she um, wanted to be in, in a, a place that, you know, she had uh, v uh, value, uh, her environment. 
So I was like, oh, okay. So sometimes it takes that, you know. What 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 you value is what you will, um, you know, make sure you uh, kind of set the, the the tone and uh, for that um, activity or that worship. You know, you would you would respect what kind of uh, environment you want to. Uh, be in or you want to inhabit or you want to dwell or live in and um, especially when we're asking the Lord to come in the room and I thought that was so uh, nice and wonderful that you know she considers uh, when it comes to her children you know what kind of environment she wants them to uh, inhabit so um, that kind of confirmed what I wanted to say, uh, be it, being able to be in an environment that uh, is pleasing in, in the Lord's sight and, and uh, making sure that that environment is free of uh, chaos and, and just get right, just getting down to, to business, getting right down to uh, praising Him and engaging uh, in praise and worship and, and whatever we may do, you know, we do it anyway as unto the Lord. We just want to make sure that we uh, reverence His presence in respect. Now we're going to do communion. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, he blessed it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which has been broken for you. Take and eat. And in the same like manner, he lifted up the cup, and he said, This is the cup of the New Testament, which has been shed for you. As often as ye do this, do this in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for just being God and being God all by yourself, trading places with us that we may have a right to the tree of life. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And now we will uh, take you out with another song. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Jesus